Omega level. Omega level. Omega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back once again to Omega Level. As always, I am your host, Nick, and with me is your other host, Josh. It'll be us this week. I don't know why I said as always, because it's like different every week. So yeah, no, not we, as always. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> as integrally, <laughs> Nick and Josh are back. <laughs> you know, this week, next week, and eh, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Next week is probably me and Steven, because Josh has got to work, because yes, he's sir. fat. Yeah, always. 100% fat, always. Mm-hmm. People just throwing stuff in the house. That's cool. I That's mean, cool. yeah, shit. That's what we do. And we get crazy out here. <laughs> People just chucking stuff. I don't know if it was shampoo. I don't know if it was body wash. Pentagon's in here just throwing EO around. <laughs> okay, hey, we're done with the show. Uh, Joe shares. All right, now. All right. So this episode, we are going to talk about the newest episode of Mandalorian, episode five. Episode two of Harley Quinn on the DC Universe, the new animated show. Excalibur 2, Excalibur 3, and we're going to talk about the Black Widow and Wonder Woman trailers. Yeah, yeah. So let's kick it off with the trailers. Okay. That Black Widow trailer, dude, had the greatest closing thing to bring in the credits ever. With her and the all, it was all black and red and her walking down the hallway and it, like, Black Widow, like, the words zoomed in out of it. Mm-hmm. That looked so dope. That was smooth. That was smooth. It was like, more of that in every movie, please. Everyone uh, needs a specific one. It was a very well-cut trailer, too. A lot of people saying uh, Winter Soldier vibes. I could see that. A very misleading uh, trailer, I think, too. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. I guarantee. Well, I was going to say Marvel and you say Disney themselves, they always they kind of oh, cut yeah. them differently, you know, especially with that and Star Wars. Like, we, we don't know what to truly expect. No. Times where there's dialogue and you see them saying it, and then it goes to action or something else, and then they're still, like, quote-unquote, talking. It's definitely cut from different dialogues somewhere else, added to that to make it seem like something else is happening. Oh, have to. 100%. Have to. Especially when she's talking to Yelena. Is that Florence? Yeah. Yelena Belova. I'm so excited that she's in this movie. I'm hyped for Florence Pugh being in it. What? Yeah, That's I'm, awesome. I'm hyped that to bring in Yolena, the other Black Widow, in, and Florence. After is Midsummer, her. I'm just like Florence and everything. Oh God, dude! Florence everything. for president. <laughs> Florence for president. <laughs> She's in a new movie coming out called uh, A New Adaptation of Little Women. Oh, we're definitely going to see that. Greta Gerwig wrote and directed. I mean, that's so a... we are watching that. Oh yeah, it's studded too. Yeah, it's got Emma Watson, Sor- Saoirse Ronan, fucking yeah. shitty ass Meryl Streep. Like, no, it's got a lot of people. I'm there. only in it for the street. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm only Streep in it for or the street. Out. <laughs> we know she's getting an Oscar nom. Oh, God, dude, probably. She's overdue. Probably. It's been a couple years. Her name's on the credits. Don't even watch it. It's like, she's not even in the movie. No, I mean, Mama, Mama Mia 3 is not out yet, so we got to make sure that this, you know, get an op. Bro, she was nommed for Mama Mia. Of course she was. I'm pretty sure. Of course she was. Unless she got a globe for it. I think she won the globe for it. Of course she did. Unbelievable. It's Mama Mia and it's Streep. I mean, come on. Anyways, who cares about her? Here we go again. We got to see David Harbour in okay. the... the uh, People are trying to give uh, Disney shit. They think they're fat shaming once again. Well, come on now, man. It's been so long since he's been... They uh, make one joke, yeah. What is he called? The, he's the uh, Russian Captain America. What are they calling him? Red something. <laughs> it's an actual comic character. Anyways, we finally get the to Red see... The Red Baron. We finally get to see him in his garb, and it's 100% Captain America garb. Isn't that's it the Red Guardian? Red Guardian, yes, thank you. Yeah. Red Guardian literally wears Captain America gear that's just red. Yeah. It's the same kind of helmet, the same kind of chest piece, everything. It's Captain America. Uh, but people, it's like they did uh, for Thick Thor, you know? Like, I don't... If anything, that's showing you that fat people can still be badass. And then they, call, they call him Bro Thor. That's yeah. his official name. It's is not it? even Thick Thor. Fat oh, Thor. His Bro name Thor. is Bro Thor. Oh wow! It's like they had they did everything they could to be like we're not 
fat, fat shaming. shaming. He got depressed and fell into not doing anything and yeah. just drink beer for years. Yeah. That'll give you a beer gut. Yep. He's not fat. He has a big beer gut. That's yeah. what it is. And he's still able to, you know, do what he needs to do with that body. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he just was like a, wielding two weapons at the end of fucking Endgame. Like, it yeah. was nothing, okay? Well, spoilers. Okay, no. It's, <laughs> it, we're beyond that, all right? Speaking of which, say it now before we get into anything else. You spoilers for the entire you episode. You already know. Anything we talk about, I'm telling you right now, we're spoiling everything we talk about. Spoilers. Titties. We're spoiling these trailers. We're telling you what happened in them. Yup. <laughs> Telling you what happened in the trailers, breaking it down scene by scene. <laughs> that we're not doing. We uh, too late. Opening shot. We have. <laughs> <laughs> we have cut screen blank edit music score. Words. Overhead dialogue. <laughs> Widow is talking. <laughs> Widow is talking. She seems concerned, <laughs> but not really. She's appreciative of her new family. So Red Guardian. Uh, even though he is plump now in his older age, he was still bulky. Still he had the yeah. muscles, bro. Hopefully Taskmaster isn't always in a mask, though. I mean, I'm not... Well, he always is. Yeah, well... Do you want to hear... Do you want to know something I, heard, I read? What? Oh, it's a, a, a fan theory. Oh, okay. Go that, for it. That Rachel Weisz's character is Taskmaster. So they're doing a female that Taskmaster. she's going to be the Taskmaster. Mm. So but, you think that was a ploy who Red Guardian was fighting? Because he was fighting Taskmaster. Yeah, and in that yeah. quick shot, they even pause it. it Looks like a male frame. Yeah. So you think it's like a larger person? Like so I don't think it's her. I think not to the degree of the Mandalorian shit, or not Mandalorian, uh, Mandarin shit that they didn't. Iron right, Man 3, right. Where it's like, oh, I'm not actually that, but it's more of a ploy of like, oh, you think this is it, and then boom. Yeah, maybe big it's like twist a twist coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I get like the theory. I believe was like she's drawn them all together, essentially just to take them out to get them in yeah. one place because she. People have been expecting her to be a bad character. Yeah. But then this trailer, she's sitting with Widow, and the rest of them doesn't seem like she's evil. Nope. Even though she was there 20 years ago at, in the Red Room training people, she seemed like she would be bad. Mm-hmm. And so people making uh, remarks regarding to uh, Scarlett Johansson's lack of accent, like compared to most people, well, she's like a, in a way, a trained linguist, knows multiple languages, and has been in America for way longer than any of them. So, of course, her accent wouldn't be near as thick, being the incredible spy that she is. All I can do is smile about that, because these are, these are people that this is going to be disparaging, and it's, it is and isn't what I'm about to say. Okay. These are people that only watch the MCU, or they don't read a lot of the comics, only minorly. So, it's like people talking out of their elements, right? Mm-hmm. Because Black Widow, as you just said is a master spy. She is the master spy in all of Marvel. Yeah. She is a master of languages and accents. Yeah. She can have almost any accent that she wants. So why does she use an American accent? Because she's in America <laughs> working for the Avengers. And when she came to America to do her work here, to leave Russia and leave the railroad behind, she adopted an American accent. Yeah. What is hard to understand about that? And why would she go back now? She's been doing that for 10, 15 years now? Mm-hmm. She's not going to go back. And she most certainly would have lost a lot of her Russian twang from being here and speaking, like making herself speak with an American accent for so long. Yeah. She would have lost so much of it. Mm-hmm. These other people are still in Russia. Yeah. That's why they sound the Russian. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but how, how is this? How do, ho- you, how do you not watch the trailer and immediately get that? I do hope that they have some decent amount of Russian dialogue, though. I like doubt in it. in Russian? Yeah. I doubt it, but. Well, she's spoken Russian before, hasn't away? she? Yeah, she has. No, yeah, that's at awesome. the beginning of, uh, oh, what was it? Was it Winter Soldier? What was the one where, might have been the first Avengers. Shit, I'm blanking. First Avengers when she oh, was tied yeah, up when, in the chair. Yeah, you're talking, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, when she's speaking the, uh, yeah. the other language to yeah. him and then enters the phone and speaks in and, English. And speaks just, yeah. Yeah. hey, how's it going? Yeah. It's like, I'm yeah, kind of in the middle busy. of something here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of in the middle of something. Oh, I love the widow in the white suit, too. Oh, Finally yes, that was awesome. Dude, so someone pointed out something really interesting. There's a shot in the trailer where Florence Pugh is wearing a certain vest. Okay. And it's the exact same vest that Widow wore 
in Infinity War. And this is before Infinity War. Oh, so, so did she get that, that from Yelena? Oh. And then we see a quick shot of Rachel Weisz wearing an old school Black Widow uniform that she wore previously that she doesn't wear anymore. Okay. That Widow doesn't wear anymore? Yeah. Okay. But we see Rachel Weisz in like a real quick shot wearing it. Oh. And it's like... So you think well, she so, stopped wearing it? So it was like it. Widow's taking inspiration from these people and like wearing their uniforms. Are she still getting close to them? Or they, do they all die in this or something? And she somehow yeah. has their garb? Like... Yeah. What's going on? Or paying those... respects to the dead. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I thought it was a really interesting detail. I also, though, I don't think Yelena is dying. Florence Pugh is like 25 years old. She's okay. very young. Just got signed to Marvel to be Yelena, the second Black Widow. Scott's been doing this for 12 years now. Widow's already dead. We can still have a Black Widow, and it can be Yelena now. Oh, moving man. forward. I'd fucks with it. Yeah. Be I'd Florence, fucks with Florence Pugh. All Pugh over the that. I'd be all about Ooh. it. And in the comics, Widow has died before. And Yolena has come in and been widow for a, a run before, so okay. a couple times actually. So there's precedent for this. Uh, I have no qualms with that. Uh, I don't either. At I don't want to lose Scarlet. It sucks. It's it's too late for that. It's a fair trade. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's too sure. late for that. But it's a fair trade off to get Florence Pugh. Yep. And then when they kill Florence Pugh off, uh, they'll do it in a very shitty way. <laughs> uh, you'll have no real emotional attachment, but you'll be like, "Hey, she's gone now." I highly doubt that mistake's happening again. Yeah. Let's fucking hope not. Dude, the writers and directors both like thought that it was going to be enough. To have that scene after she dies of them all around the lake. It wasn't. And it was not, dude. Was not. At, at the point, all right, when I watched the movie, that scene was really powerful and I really liked it. And it was enough until we had this massive funeral for Tony Stark at the end because he's this grand important person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so Widow's just not important? Yeah. And then a little tad of vision in there, possible? too. Yeah. And we, the only mention of her is Scarlet. And Hawkeye talking, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like... It's like, oh, they're off on their own. To try to give you the feel yeah. of it's for all of them, but it's for all of them for them. It wasn't yeah. for all of them for the audience, yeah. because you only... You only really specified felt the Tony. Tony one, yeah. How hard would it have been for that reef to go out and have Black Widow's cufflinks or something on the reef, and then like something from Vision to symbolize him on the reef? How it's difficult would that have been? Yeah, it then it would have made the funeral seem like it was for all of them. People wouldn't have this problem. I agree. It's a funeral for everybody. Yep. If they would have been just a couple more than just uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch talking about that, exactly. would have been bigger for me. If that reef would have pushed out with I love with here's the heart of here's proof that Tony Stark has a heart and then want something for each of them on it too, it'd have been like, oh, they're all gathered to pay respect, sending all three of them off. That'd have been so much better. I agree. They, they should have cut it. off uh, Widow's face and put it on the reef. <laughs> <laughs> Gone and retrieved Vision's entire like decrepit body and put it, yep, on, the reef. Put it on there. Uh, yeah, I agree, hundred uh, percent. I mean, it's not going to be for Vision because he's not dead, so he's coming back. True. Scarlet's because him back. I was about to say, because Scarlet Witch is going to uh, warp reality, because mm-hmm. that's what she do, baby. Oh, I cannot wait for that. I know. So, I'm did so... you see the first image? Oh, man. Uh-uh. There's first image for that, and... Uh, oh, I saw God. the fucking Winter Soldier ones. I didn't care for that. I saw those. It literally, looked, yeah. it literally looked like clothes they would wear in an interview. Yeah, it like, was okay, nothing well, special. Yeah. It's like, are we sure but, this is from the but set? But the Scarlet, that one was a, all black and white. And her hair was done up like, not Lucille Ball, but that dude. Oh, that 50 and style? Was, yes. And, mm-hmm. and Paul Bettany was in it. Oh, them on the couch? I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I was talking about. That. Yeah, and, and she's the, just glowing. And you see their shadows on the walls, them in their costumes? No, nope, that's a different one. Oh, I'm okay. talking about it's a straight-up picture. Oh, because yeah, the one like I saw is an illustration. Picture. That one was oh, a drawing. But yeah, is no. this a picture of that? Of that. It was oh, actually of them. Like, so she's like just glowing. Paul Bettany's there. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's going to make that idyllic 1950s world for herself there with her vision and their two children. Yes. We're going to get Wiccan, and we're going to get Speed. Finally. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. You know what Wiccan's deal is? I know more about Wiccan, but I, more than the other one. I don't well, know. Well, actually, you do little. know because we read Strike Force. Yep, At the end of time, he is like the. Fuck, what was it they said specifically? I haven't read three. No, they say it oh. before that. Okay. That Wiccan is like like his entire purpose. He hasn't grown into it yet. 
but he's like I can't remember now. But at the end of like time, he's this big deal. He's like some kind of magical or cosmic force for the universe, but he hasn't grown into it yet. Yeah. I was gonna say he's very childish in strike force. Well, yeah, he's he's still young. He's, he's like, like only 20s. there to like, I don't want to do this, but I'll help you guys if you need it. Yeah, Here's my like, magic binding. He's <laughs> this amazing sorcerer. Yep. Which begs the question, is he gonna be in that Doctor Strange? That I mean if they're Hollywood? this yeah. is their way, the T V show is their way to introduce Wiccan and Speed. Yeah. And introducing Wiccan is their way to the new Avengers because okay. he's part of that. Okay. And we already have like Cassie Lang has been introduced. Mm-hmm. We already have a bunch of people. We have Monica's. Uh, we have Monica Rambeau as a, do- as a child, and she can be grown up now later on to come in and be Photon, okay. who is amazing in Strike Force. She is killing it, right? Photon isn't that what she's called now? Photon. Uh, I don't remember. She's in Strike Force. She's the one that does the electricity stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. pretty good in that. She's dope. They just I, called her Monica. I don't know. That yeah, that's Monica, they really drop that's Monica Rambeau. She's dope. I don't know if they've called her Photon, though. I think that's her hero name now. But yeah, she has been thing. before. Yeah, she literally blacked out all of Las Vegas. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> she literally knocked it all out. You need to read three. Three's real good. Really? Yeah, yeah very I'll good. Like I think four comes out this week. I'll read it. Sorry. Four comes out this week. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. The person that writes that, Tenny Howard, writes some of the X-Men books. She's writing Excalibur. Yeah, she write. Yeah, she writes Strike Force. She's the main writer yeah. on Strike Force. It's the same, oh, it's the same person. Shit. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. She's an awesome writer. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, Excalibur's kind of weak so far. I thought one was great. Two was all right. Two was good. We'll get I thought one that, was good. Two was one's right. definitely yeah. the best one so far. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really interested in the story. But anyways, yeah. So the Black Widow trailer, I was really, I'm really hyped for it. I can't wait for that movie. It's mm-hmm. taken way too long. There is not a reason in this universe that Captain Marvel was the first female-led Marvel movie. It easily should have been Black Widow. Mm-hmm. This should have happened a Absolutely. long time ago. This is well overdue. But we're finally getting it. Yep. Widow's getting her due. So that's really awesome. She's dropping in May? Yeah, I believe so. No. And then in freaking in April, I think the next month or maybe June, is when Wonder Woman comes out. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then November is Eternals, if it still stays. Oh, is that next year? If it still stands, yeah. Nice. And we get a TV show next year, too. Don't we get Falcon and Winter Soldier next year? Or Loki. Soldier. Is that the first one? I think Falcon. Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. I know you're not hyped for that, but man, those characters are so cool, though. I guess. Falcon's I mean, my dude. I love both Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. Come on, it, especially Mackie. Anthony Maggie. I know, but it's just like, <laughs> I, I mean, it. I'm going to watch. I'm going to check it I out. It. I'm going to check it They're out. They're quote-unquote superheroes. Yep. Is that going to be a weekly release as well? I assume. Hmm. I think that's how they're doing them. Okay. I prefer that. I do and don't. I do because then it's not over. But yeah. I don't because I really always want to watch. Yeah, it's like, oh, especially Mando, dude. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to wait again. Yeah, I gotta same. wait a week for this shit. <laughs> I've watched the Mando every time at like five in the morning. Do they it's reset out. at five or do you know? I don't know what time. I that always is the time that I'm like, oh yeah, I know it's out. Yeah, I try to watch it at some point Friday. No. That's so good. But yeah, so the Wonder Woman trailer, bro. So I, unlike you, mm-hmm. was entranced from the first frame. As soon as that music hit, I was like, oh my god, it's the '80s. Let's I go. Was not feeling it. Let's first. go. But when the second half of the trailer was way better. Ooh. It's because I don't know how it was cut. It felt a little too hokey. Right. Like, I don't know. I was like, this doesn't feel like a Wonder Woman movie. Like, especially what we just watched. I was like, this doesn't. I'm not. They're, they're showing some things like the slow motion, her hitting back a bullet and stuff. I was like, was okay. Dope. You know, we're getting there. We're getting there. But then once the car scene happened, that's when it mm-hmm. That's when it started getting crazy. That's when my homegirl was like, I'm going to catch lightning <laughs> midair with a fucking lasso. I'm Wonder Woman, y'all. That was dope. And then the outfit, the all golden whip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was that was that her? Was that her I mother? Didn't, I didn't think it was her, but then the the thumbnail for the YouTube video, it was her face. Oh, so that is yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman. Okay, I thought it was okay. someone else. I was, I was like, oh shit! And then the one, the thumbnail was the you could see it was Gal. Gal? Oh, yeah, okay, I was like, okay, oh, okay. Cool, that's cool, a cool, cool. Go- yeah. garb. Oh wait, we should already know that because we've already seen a poster for the movie of her in all gold, but it didn't have the helmet. So I didn't, it didn't have the helmet. I didn't put so two and two together. I wonder what. 
Wonder what she's doing. I wonder if it's magical protection. Mm. I'm loving my boy Pedro Pasqual getting all devious in this trailer. Like that? Mm. that dude is my man right there. I love Pedro. And they're thinking that he's a possible reason why Trevor is alive. Oh, he did something to like yep. resurrect him or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm love seeing Pedro everywhere, man. I'm all about seeing Pedro. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. The Viper. <laughs> Mando, baby. Let's get the Viper Let's get everything. The, that's my boy, Mando. Mm. Yes. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that movie, man. I'm, I'm digging it. I think Patty Jenkins did a fantastic job with the first one. Yep. She's the second one as well, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she I got mean, the Gal and Trevor are, and uh, Chris Pine's chemistry are really good. So I'm expecting <laughs> yeah. another really good one, too. Coming into this Gal's movie, Gal's chemistry sure. with everybody is really good. Well, from what I hear, yes, <laughs> that's Gal's amazing. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that Patty Jenkins signed the most lucrative and highest-paying contract for a direct, a female director of all time to make this movie. Damn, she got paid the most ever. Like, we got you. No, DC. Or, sorry, yeah, DC, DC out here. DC out here. Mm-hmm. We like, we got you. I mean, they know. They, they know. know. Wonder Woman was a billion dollar movie. Like, yeah, yeah what do you need, Patty? Yeah, exactly. Let's bring you back. Imagine <laughs> what James, yeah, imagine what they're gonna pay James Wan the next one too. Oh, dude, for Aquaman. If he doesn't oh get money God. for being the highest-grossing DC movie of all time, get out of here. They're gonna pay Todd Phillips a lot too to come back and ruin another another villain. <laughs> ruin another villain? Yeah, I mean, it, you didn't like that. What? I like it as a movie. As a oh. comic movie, it's awful. Oh yeah, it's a terrible comic book film. Well, yeah, but as it's a, not as a movie, it's great. I was gonna say because it's not an actual well, comic book. Film. I wouldn't say great. Joaquin Phoenix was great in a movie that thought it was more important than it was, and it was oh. directed by a director who clearly thinks he's Martin Scorsese, and he's not half the talent. Okay, I said wow. that about Joker, but even still, I think the movie's like an eight five to a nine. Like yeah. it's well put together, but it's not as important as he thinks it is. Yeah, this dude legit said to Joaquin Phoenix, "Let's make a really good movie under the disguise as a comic book movie." He already thinks they're trash, and the genre's not worth shit. Yeah. And it was clear when he made the movie that he felt it so felt well, it so of important. Course, the whole presentation like, and all that. Yeah. Well, there's comic movies out that are better than this movie. There's DC movies already released that are better than this movie. Wonder Woman and Aquaman are both far superior to yeah, Joker. I enjoy both of them. As so. movies and as comic book films. Yeah. Most Marvel movies are better than Joker as movies and as comic oh, book whoa, films. Oh, well, you might upset some people here. You give a shit. Performance, <laughs> performance-wise, no. I don't know if there's a performance in any comic book film other than Heath Ledger that I think is better than Walking Phoenix. Hmm. Maybe Brolin and Infinity War. I was going to say maybe sure. Brolin maybe. and Infinity War, but maybe. either way, that's it's a nice little three. one, two, three. Yeah. That's a nice one, two, Hilarious. three. Hilarious. All three of them are villains. God, you know, you know how many people fucking just scoff at the idea of, of praising Brolin like that? So is it, it blows me away, the people that don't give him the credit that he deserves in that movie. It's it is not like unreal he what just he has did, done with Brolin. It's not like he just did voice acting for yeah. a digital thing. And even if he did, it's still a good voice performance. Like, do people not understand how but this he stuff... was on set the whole time, acting. He wore a gauntlet. Like, watch some of the stuff that, like, when you're watching, like, Andy Serkis and Dawn and War and stuff like that. He's acting, too. The mocap. Mo-cap. The mocap does not make the actor. The no. actor makes the mocap. It is as apparent as that. Everyone that has worked with these people, especially, like, Andy Serkis, has been like, man, I'm so weird. Like, I'm going in on set, going to work with this dude, wearing all these weird stuff. Like, how am I going to be able to feel what I'm supposed to feel? But he makes it so easy to do that because he's such a good actor. Yeah. And, like, Brolin did the same exact thing with Thanos. Like, it may seem weird, it's, and it's going to be odd because they're wearing all these weird things to make them look like something else in the movie. Mm-hmm. But they don't make – mocap does not make that There's still that character. They make the mocap. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't – people don't understand that. It's not hard to – yeah. If you want to understand this, watch the mocap movie Beowulf and ah. see how – Awful some of the performances are in that. They're mm-hmm. all mo-capped. The lead person whose name I can't Man, remember. Man, you didn't like Beowulf? The movie's okay. Okay. But the, the acting's not that great. Joe Lee was really good in it, but she was not in it a lot. I thought the main Beowulf was all right. I thought he was... Oh, the yeah. guy that played him, uh, Ray Winstone, yep. is a great actor. And that's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Really? Was that? It's just yeah, not that think, good, I, man. I don't know. Maybe he was good. too stoic. It was one, too one note. Very one note. Joe Lee was good in that. But that, that right there is proof. Yeah. It's like... 
if you watch that and then go watch Apes and then watch Infinity War, it's like, oh, so when you give a super talented actor and put them in mocap, yeah. there's still going to be yeah. a like super that is good their expressions. They don't. They, you can't sell that. That is not no. animated on. Like that is pitching no. up their eyebrows, their eyes, their mm-hmm. mouth. Like that is not, especially with the technology that we have now. Like man. Mm. I don't it's get crazy. it. Crazy. Yeah, no. So it, good. It's because you're not seeing circus, them. It's not a human. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not no. the face you see. So. And Zoe Zaldana from Avatar. She was fantastic. Also fantastic. And she made that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, made it. All she the made Nayu Tree. Yep. Gosh, she was so good. I mean, she's. I mean, pump the brakes. I'm excited for the second. She's not a good circus or brawling, but she was really no. good. Yeah, I was about to say she was not. She was good though. She yeah, was very good. good. Way better than I thought that it was going to be the movie itself and her performance. And I already like Zoe. Same. I th- honestly think that may be her best performance I've ever seen from her. Really? Is in Avatar, dude. She's groundbreaking. I think she's my top five that year for it. She's fantastic. I really liked her in Columbiana. I still haven't seen it and I own it. Mm. It's this unofficial sequel to Leon the Professional, too. Yeah, I know. The Luke Besson tried to get Natalie Portman to come back and, and do that, but like other commitments, she wasn't able to do it, so he like changed the script a bit and made it into Columbiana. Well, it's fine. Leon was garbage. I'll jump across the table and joke you out. <laughs> Have you seen Leon? Yeah. Dude, so Jean Renault is so amazing in that. I only watched it because of you. Leon himself. Yeah, I usually don't watch garbage films Dude, unless you recommend Gary them. Oldman, that's one of the most deranged villains ever. Gary Oldman? The old man's? He was so old good. Man's? He All was right. so good in Leon. All right. But yeah, Wonder Woman excited, Black Widow excited, Eternals excited. We haven't seen footage yet, but uh, just from the cast. I know. I know. And our boy. Jun Snoo. Our boy that doesn't know anything <laughs> might actually be somebody that knows the Black something. Knight. Did they confirm that yet? Right? Is that what it is? I thought they. I don't, was he going to be the Black Knight? That's no, that's the like the rumor. I think. Okay. okay. The, I think. I think he's playing. No, wait. Maybe it is confirmed because I think he's playing the person who is the Black Knight. Oh. So like he may not be. It may not be him yet or something. I don't know. But. So he's playing another like type of dark brooding type of character. Yeah, it's Jon Snow. I know. Apparently, Kit Harrington can't play anything it's but Kit, that dude. He who broods Harrington. <laughs> I like that. That's it. He who broods Harrington. He who broods. Get, I'm looking up right now to make sure. Fell I'm in correct. love with that dirty wildling. <laughs> he married that dirty wildling in real life. He married that dirty wildling. Oh well, it says Kit Harrington's Marvel movie character Black Knight explained. So 100 percent okay. he's playing yeah, Black okay. Knight in the Eternals. All right. Hell yes. Cool. That's I'll, dope. I'll do it. I'll do it. Getting into that realm now. Man, what a moving into the magic. Love it. Yep. I'm excited. Getting closer to that. Like we already have. Strange and widow, or strange and um, the mat multiverse of madness is going to propel the next phase. It's the widow TV sh- or I can sing widow, the Scarlet Witch. T- they're women. They're the same thing. The Scarlet <laughs> Witch TV show that le- is going to lead into that, uh, and wow. those two things are going to change the course of the MCU. Exactly. We're going it's more gonna cosmic. We're going more mystical. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give us a fresh take, and it's going to be noise. Mm-hmm. Start getting a turnover on some more more uh, actors and actresses mm-hmm. getting into these roles, getting yep. more. You know. Ooh, I'm and excited. not to mention, Marvel finally was able to seal the deal and bring in the number one person in all, out of every actor and actress on the planet, the number one person I've been waiting for so long to see in a Marvel movie, in a comic movie period, is Angelina Jolie. And they finally got her. And they finally did Fucking it. Someone finally reeled her in and was like, come do this. Because Disney kicked, come on, I know you're only doing Maleficent right now, but come on, like, do something. The only acting you're doing is Maleficent. You're directing. That's all you're doing. Come <laughs> act in this movie. Just just be be you. Yeah. Just be. Before you're told to act anymore That's and you can't right. move around, yeah, come exactly. act in one of our movies. Just come over here, you know, uh, portray a character that is, uh, you know, of royal blood and, uh, and broken very powerful, beyond broken beyond belief, <laughs> and you can just be awesome and stoic the whole time and mm-hmm. just be you, girl. Just be Angie. Just be Angie. 
I can't wait until she makes them put the anti scene in there where it's like I'm maybe almost fifty, but I'm still hot. Like they didn't. Like they, did <laughs> they, they didn't molest him too. <laughs> They'll do it. It's like we get it. You still have a bod. Okay. Yeah, we, we get it, Angie. We get Jeez, it. we never denied that. <laughs> We're trying to move past that. It's 2019. Women don't have to show their bodies. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but I want to. And I'm but I want 50, to, and so I like gotta to. You got to know it looks good. <laughs> I'm fit. <laughs> fit, fitty. I mean, yeah, she always has been. Of course. Doesn't matter. Nope. There's like 900 kids to raise now. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. She <laughs> finds time to stay fit. Yeah. And an ambassador for the UN doesn't matter. Dumped an alcoholic, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Divorced Who, an alcoholic. Hopefully sobered himself up. He, apparently he is sober now. Thank God, good. Because yep. that's my favorite actor right now. And born again Christian. Picks. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for him. Getting his, uh, trying to get himself straight up, man. Hey, dude. I mean, do what you need to do. when your marriage with your four children falls apart, maybe that's a big clue. It's like, oh, man, maybe man. I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> Ooh, and he that's was an, an eye opener. I think he became an alcoholic during the marriage too. Did he? I think so. I don't think he always was. But Ooh. again, I don't know Brad Pitt that well. We don't talk that often. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Uh, you texted him the other week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so Harley, mm. the Harley Show. Shit. I could not be more happy with DC. I'm grossed out that they've just made this show. Period. And it's weird because it's like uh, I feel like this is a show that has a lot of leeway and liberty to do a lot of things that we're not used to seeing when it comes to comic book characters. Oh, for sure. I uh, best portrayal of Jim Gordon I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, he's amazing. It is exactly what Jim Gordon should be. <laughs> a fucking alcoholic, strung out, just like I can't cope with this because the world is Gotham is terrible, and I have to rely on a dude in a bat suit. <laughs> Like, and he's just flipping the first episode, just, just flipping the switch. Oh, no. It wasn't me. I wasn't it doing was, it. I wasn't doing mm-hmm. it. I really hope that we get Batman to say a curse word. God, this is Bro, it. This is when, it. This is, the, this is the show to do that. In the first episode, when Harley is on the roof with them, and she's like, when they got the fuck bats, and Dylan Gordon's like, he doesn't do that. And then later on, she goes, yeah, says the bat fucker. <laughs> says the bat fucker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my we God. We can actually have, like, a crude moment with Batman. I'm loving it. He wasn't in the second episode at all, was he, no. Batman? You know, he was only in the first one. Okay, so funny. Yep, still a little bit more Joker. Uh, because they're trying to, they're just. He's going to be a main character throughout, for sure. Because he's so? the leader of the Legion of Doom and she's trying to get in the Legion of Doom. Uh, so he'll be here the whole shit, time. Man. You don't sign Alan Tudyk to play that Joker and waste him in two episodes. Yeah. Holy fuck, I keep forgetting that Alan Tudyk is yeah. Dude, it's amazing. He's, he's very Hamill like. He's doing a very. Ha- yeah, he has his moments. You can definitely tell it's like, that's the one that's I'm inspiration. inspiration. 100%. Yep. Well, that's the best Joker, in my opinion. I mean, that's oh, my best Joker voice. That's what I'm saying. The, sure. the voice, like that is just what yeah, I think. That is Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heath did a great job of the voice, but it's yep. always going to be Hamill. Yep. And Joaquin did a nice little portrayal of that type of Joker. He did. He did. He did. And uh, I, I liked Lego too, but that was like the most different thing we've ever yeah. seen. And Nicholson uh, was great too. I think too. the image is what killed him more than anything. Absolutely. If he wasn't all tatted up with the teeth and yep. everything, they didn't people do would have nine. Everything would have been fine. Yeah, exactly, dude. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't a mumblecore rapper, you know. Yep. Exactly. That's. I think that was the the main thing. It was the look, and the fact that they took out like a shit ton of scenes and like didn't tell him about it, and he's like. Watching apparently, it on the premiere and was apparently pissed. they filmed enough to make the movie just about him and Harley. Yeah, and that movie's probably can too. Harley and Joker. Oh, it is done. Yeah, because it, it, uh, walk um, later won't be coming back as Joker. They said uh, it's yeah. over. He was pissed about that. And of course, they're like mulling over the idea for a second Joker movie, but it's not happening. Joaquin's not signing. Todd it's not Phillips happening unless seems, he can get Joaquin. Todd Phillips seems open to it, and he's like, if we can, he's like, you know, I'll talk to Joaquin and stuff, and if we feel like we can come up with a good story, we'll do it. But we're not rushing anything. So if it happens, it's like five years away. Yeah, five six minimum. I think Joaquin would come back and do it if they were given the free reign they were given with the first one and they can do whatever they want and they can write their script and they can do it and it doesn't have to be some big comic book, all these special effects things. They can do another smaller thing like that. He would come back for it, I think. Yeah. 
that has it, to be good and has to make them want to do it. Yeah, because they didn't. They wasn't too glamorous in the Joker. <laughs> you know, it wasn't too over the top. No, no, yeah, yeah. not at all. That's what pushed Joaquin away from Doctor Strange. He was pretty close, from what I understand, of signing on to be Doctor Strange. Whoa. Yeah, but it was the fact that it was a contract for such a long time, uh, and he knows yeah. it's like three movies of Doctor Strange plus all the other stuff they're going to want him to do as Doctor Strange in the other movies, and then it's these huge productions that take so long to do. And I was like, oh, I just I'm interested in the character. The story's good, but I just don't want to commit that much time. Uh, That's why I did Joker. It was a small thing that it was only One a couple deal. months long. Yeah. Yeah. If they can do it like that again, he'll come back. He'll do it two more. For sure. Man. He'll do a trilogy if they can do it small like that. Man, if him is strange. Oof. I yeah. think he'd have been excellent. I, I think mean, Benny Cumbie is amazing. Yeah, I was about to say, he's, he's the now perfect all choice. I can think about yeah, but strange. I think Walk would have been great. I was going to say, it only took like two appearances to be like, all right, you're synonymous with Dr. Strange. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. I just think you now. It's him. Yeah. It's him. He's Stephen Strange. Uh, and plus, in the cartoons, he already kind of has that look. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. nailed that. They did a really good it was job. He's kind of Benedict. Uh, I can actually see Joaquin, too, with the cartoon as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see, because he has more of a wider face. Benedict has more of a slender face. The wider mm-hmm. face, yeah. I think, would have fit well. Uh, but we we fell off topic, Harley. But yeah, uh, Harley is. Uh, <laughs> I'm really liking it. I liked the second episode more than the first. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was a little a bit funnier. Bane cracked me up almost every time he was on screen. Um, and he was killing. Uh, me. I, I thought him. it was more well put together and not as like. Because uh, in the first episode, there's most points that we've discussed uh, never put me off, never really made me worried about the show. Uh, that it was cussing too much. That it was a little too like. Oh, it's like middle schoolers when they first figured out how to curse. It was like almost every other fucking sentence. That's a great uh, uh, yeah, analogy. But it wasn't enough to be like, okay, well, that's not going to ruin it for me because I'm a crude person. Yeah, so same. that's not something that same. I even think about. But I don't I mean, really think about like, oh, they're cussing too much. But it like at some point when you talk about it and discuss it with people, you're like, well, I mean, yeah, they did curse probably an unreasonable amount of times. I mean, it was enough for me when I watched the first episode that it actually like – I noticed it. Yeah. And I curse all the time. Mm-hmm. But it was enough that I was like, my God, like they're just intentionally like, we have to make sure it's mature. You have to know it's not for kids. Yeah. We have to say fuck it. Because they calmed down quite a bit in the second one. They cursed, oh, but it was like, yeah, well, it was way half less. The, half the amount. Yeah. It was so much so that honestly, I didn't even, I didn't even think about it until right now. Mm-hmm. It was so much less that it was like, it just didn't, it didn't click. It didn't you didn't even notice. Think, yeah. Yeah. So maybe the first episode might have desensitized us. We don't even think about it now. You're like, yeah. huh? maybe right. I think it was, I think it was just, they threw everything at us in the first episode. Be like, here's what you're getting into. Got to catch your footing, see what's going to attack. It's like, we're going to be super violent, super vulgar. We're going to be gory. Yeah. We're going to show Still all you violent. in the first episode. Still pretty violent. She, beat up violent. The, she, she crashed a bar mitzvah, dude. That was hilarious. And beat dude. up a bunch of improv student people. Th- that was hilarious. Like, broke knees and shit like that. When she was first beating up, I was like, these are the worst security guards ever. Have they, do they have no training? And then it's like, oh, they're in improv. <laughs> they're in. That makes sense now. Well, I was going to say, she, when she was in prison in the first episode, she was handling all uh, those girls. Yeah, beating, those girls. Yeah, yeah. beating the hell out of them, While too. strapped up in a straight jacket, talking to Ivy the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, you don't know him like I do. He made me who I am, that one guard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, in a way, that's messed up to think, but it is what it is. Without Joker, we wouldn't have the Harley we know today. Wouldn't have Harley. Period. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that Ivy in the first one was like, like you're who I love. Like basically, like dude, they I were lo- hitting so that they're line, hitting so. That hard. line gave me so much hope when she was like, "I love you, Harley," in a very hard to articulate way. Mm-hmm. I just hope it's, it's like, not. I don't love you as my friend. Yeah, I just don't want them to walk that line the whole fucking show, though. So I either do it or don't. I heard from the producers of the show. That that is in their plans. That they will explore and develop their relationship beyond friendship. Yeah. But for the first season, that's not. That it's wasn't their intention. Oh, I want the they first wanted season to move to be through Harley and develop and stuff. Exactly. And I was like, when I first heard, I was like, man, fuck you, you're just being pussies. You're not brave. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it. I was like, I guess it makes sense. We need to establish how close they are to be able to move past that. Yep. To be able to for them to become something more, and we still need, and that's what the whole season I'm assuming is going to be is her getting into the Legion of Doom. Her sur- trying and failing, surpassing. I'm 
the Joker identity. Like she doesn't need the Joker. That's what this exactly. whole thing is definitely beating over the head. Like mm-hmm. I don't need you because yeah. the Joker says like you're nothing without me. You're a sidekick. Mm-hmm. You're a sidekick. Like just <laughs> ooh, it cuts deep. You know what I mean? Can't get over the Harley design too. I love it. I oh, love it's amazing. It. I think Kaylee is doing a fantastic job with the voice. She is. It's so different. But it's more but it still in line has with the what cutesy. I hear. Yeah, it's I was about to say. Yep, I know what you mean. It like, does sound. You can hear Kaylee the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then it sounds a little, slightly demonic. Like in yeah. a way, I don't know if that like a little manic. Like, yeah. Like something's off, and like, I love it. When I read Harley, I know Tara Strong is Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. That is Harley. Yeah. The, the definitive Harley. But it's so weird when I read a Harley comic, I don't hear it in my head in that really high pitched New Jersey way. I don't know why I don't hear that. Mm-hmm. She. I always hear her a little more raspy in my head, and it's much more in line with what Kaylee sounds like. It's so weird to like watch this show and hear that. And it's like, my God, this is so close to what I hear in my head when I read Harley in comics. I don't, I, for some reason, just don't hear uh, Tara Strong, mm-hmm. but I hear the voices of everybody else who are like supposed to be them when I read them. Like you know, yeah. when I read Batman, I hear Kevin Conroy. Of I don't hear anybody else. It's Batman. No, of course. When I read Joker, I hear Mark Hamill. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't hear Tara. It's really weird. I don't hear her, her or Arlene Sarkin. I've always heard just a different version of Harley. It's on. This yeah. is more in line with that. But yeah, it's, I think she's great. Lake Bell is. Crushing the well, voice performance. Destroy, I think she's the she's best my favorite. Yeah, as yeah. I say, she's my favorite so far. She's not my favorite character because it's, uh, oh, it's Harley's Harley my favorite. Show. Of course, fucking that's going to be. She's my favorite performance. Yeah. Lake is crushing. And then Bane crushed this episode. <laughs> Alan Tudyk kills us, the Joker. Kills he's the so Joker. good, dude. Uh, Kite Man for the win. Dude, he was uh, amazing. Poison Ivy's on the back. You know you know when you're not talking and we're just kind of flying over here? It's real nice. <laughs> he's like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hope he makes a couple more appearances. I love Kite Man. I love like, oh, don't leave me. I'm going to get hit on by a B-list li- B uh, D-list. D-list, uh, villain. Oh, hey. you're gone. Somebody say Kite Man. <laughs> He's like, Kite Man. <laughs> <laughs> the wind carry me over here? Get it? Because Kite No, no, I got it. Yeah. Dude, and when Har- uh, Harley interrupts him, he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're just stupid, blah, blah, blah. And she walks away. And Kite Man's like, you don't believe that too, do you? And Abby's like, do you not? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, cutting, cutting deep. Cutting deep. Yeah, so they had that line with Ivy, and then at the end of the episode, when of episode one, when they're talking about Chinese food, that was very relationshipy. Like, what do you want to get? When she's like, yeah, what do you want? She's like, just text me. Just fucking text me, because I'll yeah, forget what you I'm want, and get- then I'll get my thing, and you won't like what I get you, and you want to eat some of mine. That was way more than friends. Yeah. And in the beginning of the episode, too, of this second episode, the beginning with the Howie Mandel thing, when <laughs> they're watching TV, like, she's in there making, like, coffee or whatever yeah. it was she was making for them, and, like, they're, yeah, no. Like, it's got to. It, the subtext is already there, mm-hmm. as it always has been in the comics. That's always been period. One of the very first appearances of Harley in the Batman the Animated Show is a girl, the Girls Night Out episode with her and Ivy together going around causing mischief. Really? Yeah, and there are very heavy, heavy undertones in that show of, like, there's something more here. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, I think the world just needs to accept uh, women can date women and dudes can date dudes. I think, no, they do. I think that, well, I mean, it's more accepted than it used to be, but oh, for sure. DC themselves needs to just stop being pussies. Because in all the alternate realities, they'll allow it to happen. In the Bombshells universe, they were they were fucking together. In Old Woman Harley, they were fucking married. In Harley and Joker, Criminal and Sandy, they were together. Like, but in the main They do it in these all the things, but they won't do it in the canon. Like, see, um, and even in Heroes in Crisis, which is canon, it is very clear there was something else there. There was something. There's a reason there. Harley is so mad is because she lost her lover. Yeah. Her girlfriend's dead. Yeah. And then when Ivy comes back, she's all hanging all over the whole time. Like, that's that's not friendship. No. That's more. Yeah, no, that's more than that. And they don't do it in the Harley solo either. They didn't kiss? They only hung out on the kisses on the cheek. Oh, in crisis. Yeah. Dude, uh, can you watch comics on the DC app? You can, yeah, like read them, watch kept, them. Yeah. I laughed so hard when I pulled it up this morning to watch Harley because it was promoting Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, I was like, I saw that ha! too. I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> already made that mistake. I was like, why would I read this garbage again? <laughs> 
It's unfortunate that's one of the few things I've read from Tom King. Fuck everyone, you, Tom King. I'm everyone loves him. I know. But his, unanimously, his, everyone's his vision like, run was apparently Heroes in Crisis awesome. is terrible. Yeah. And the few issues that I have dabbled in Batman just to see how his writing of that was, I did not like. Uh, did he end up finishing that arc? He's really getting he's getting it. allowed to finish his okay. run and okay. then it's moving on to something else. Okay. He's still writing it right now. It's almost over. Because we've been kind of on a Marvel run in our comics. Dude, his like, Batman arc just took the dumbest fucking yeah, turn. Yeah. Thomas Wayne out of nowhere from the Flashpoint universe came back. And now they have to like... Because well, why not? Fight him. Well, because of course, I Thomas Wayne. I fucking hate that character. Why? I hate that, that You don't like Batman word. Thomas Wayne? No, it's really? fucking wow. stupid. Hmm. I thought, I mean... Stephen, I talked about this last episode, actually. I think it's stupid as shit. I don't like I don't it. Know. Oh. Well, we won't get into it. Cause you're I stupid. like the Batman who laughs. That shit's dope. Because you're dumb. I picked up the scarab mm-hmm. one. I told you about that. The which one? The Blue Beetle. Batman who laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one good? Off. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, dude. <laughs> We're never going to talk about it, so what's the, you know, read it when I can. But yeah, I'm really, uh, really digging Harley. Definitely can't wait for more episodes. This is one of those shows where it fucking kills me that I have to wait every single week to get a new one. Yep, see, 13 that's what weeks I'm saying. waiting crap. Yeah. But I also like it because it keeps it fresh and it keeps it more in my mind. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's weird when I binge it, I remember less about each episode in the oh, show or total than when I watch it week by week. Oh, of course, it's the same with me. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad about that. And I mix up points. Because when you binge something, I'm like, oh, man, together. that shit was crazy. And he's like, I haven't seen that yet. Like, oh, The Witcher well. is going to be one episode when it comes out that weekend. That's going to be a movie that I watched. Everything happened in the same episode to me. Oh, you're not going to watch the whole thing? Oh, I'm going to watch the whole thing that weekend. But I'm saying it's going to be 13 episodes blended into one thing in my mind. Because yeah, I'm going to yeah. binge the whole I'm thing. Your, boy, your, boy's, your boy's binging. Your uh, boy's the binging. So you're about to become real happy. Why? After I'm reading the Darth Bane books right now on Audible. Oh, you're finally going to do I'm about it. a third of the way through Darth Bane. Mm-hmm. There are three. Okay. And I'm in the first one. But when I'm done, I have all three of them already. When I'm done with all three of them, I'm getting into the five Witcher books. Okay. So you're not doing For the sure. short stories, just the novels? I'm doing whatever's on Audible. And I know all five books are on Audible. Okay. Because there's eight total books. I actually just got the, uh, I ordered the other one a, couple, a month ago. Well, from, like, so I was trying to look up to find out what it was to get. And I looked on uh, like Wikipedia and shit like that. And it was listing everything that was out. But it said the main core story was these five novels. It's Yeah, it's just listed. Because yeah. there's three short story collections. Are those with the, Geralt as well, though? They're all Geralt. Okay, 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 okay. Is it all important? Yeah, I mean, they're they're bits of information. You 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 don't have the first time that Siri and Geralt met ever. Yeah, that's not, not until a short story. That's the short stories. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, all these are and that's what the and the show's gonna have short stories as well. They're not doing the yeah. whole. They couldn't do the whole book in the first season. Is this first season supposed to be based off the first book? It's they couldn't do the whole book in this season. But I'm saying it's based off parts of that. Uh, I want to say Blood of Elves or whatever they will it's called. Be, uh, yeah, the Blood of Elves. Yeah, the Elven. That's the. It, I won't say. Yeah, don't say. Don't spoil. <laughs> I almost spoiled something for my cousin. Uh, I showed him that trailer, and as I was telling him who the characters were when it was over, I, in my description of Siri, I almost spoiled. I think I almost spoiled something about her to him that he wouldn't know. Yeah. So, oh, does he not know anything about spoilers, the Spoilers. He knows nothing. Okay. And we watched the trailer, and he was like, oh, my God. I was like, why did that not look dope as fuck? He's like, that looks amazing watching uh, it that weekend. Yeah. I was like, I'm telling you. Yeah. After that, I was like, oh, it's based on books. He's like, what? And then we started looking at the books. He's going to get them too. Like, he loves that kind of stuff. He's yeah. like, this looks right up my alley. Yeah. So when I was like explaining, I was like, oh, and that, the little, the, the shorter girl with the blonde hair, that series, she's up. And I stopped myself and then said something else, but I almost said she's like a time-traveling magic witch user. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, is he supposed to know that? No, you don't know Because like, I probably shouldn't know that, but yeah. since you yeah, read and know everything, okay. we've talked so much about it, like I know stuff that people going into this aren't going to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, should... Should I be telling uh, you? But a couple that? of their <laughs> titles and a couple of the casting, they are definitely going to cover some short stories because there's a character nice. named Torque that is not in the books. He's only, only in story? a short story with yeah. Geralt and Dandelion. And like one Dandelion? of the Dandelion, uh, oh, that's his horse. Right? Well, that's the name in the American. His name is like Esker or something like that's that his in horse? Polish. No, it's the uh, it's the uh, fucking uh, bard. Oh. It's like his best friend. What's basically. his horse's name? Roach. Roach. That's what it was. And it has multi- And it's always a female. 
mares. They get less scared. What do you mean? Oh, he has different horses? Oh, yeah. That's why he calls them roach because he doesn't get attached. They die. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, he just calls them roach because he that's doesn't want to get attached awesome. to them. <laughs> but he basically only has one fucking horse the whole book, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, the little time that he had a horse, it's just one horse, so I don't get it. But he mentions that's why he does that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Siri has the best horse in the whole fucking series, though. Kelpie? She's like flying. Unreal. She like, it like never gets tired. It never is the fastest horse, and it never gets tired. Is it tired. like magic like or you, something? No, I don't. don't I think it's just a horse. They don't ever uh, say what it is. Fuck it. Like it just doesn't even sweat. Doesn't even (laughs) glisten, dude. It just runs. I was like, but um, all the books are based before the video games, aren't they? Uh, yeah, the video games are after. They're not even canon at all. Oh, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Only the events when they talk about the past. That's it. Like they mentioned, like I had something spoiled in my last because I started reading. You know, I beat The Witchers before I read the books. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, and they mentioned. Something. And then my second playthrough, I was yeah, I was like actually deep in the books and almost done, and it spoiled a big death. I was like, ah, oh, I mean, I mean, I saw that coming, but fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to know for sure because uh, like you know, I was like, you don't, you don't, when you're reading it, you're like, when they talk about past events, you're like, oh, that's cool, you know, I don't have any connection to it. Yeah. But now I do. When I was reading <laughs> the books, I was like, oh man, damn. I mean, that I knew that was gonna happen, but like, fuck. <laughs> Did you see the full on trailer? Uh, was the there two another minute one? one? There's like the, the two minute trailer. There's the teaser thing that was like 40 seconds long, and then there's a two minute trailer. No, I've trailer. seen a full trailer. Yep. <sighs> I'm ready. Oh, bro. My body is ready. Beyond ready. I cannot wait. Geralt, or, uh, Henry Cavill is just beyond excited because he like loved the game and then went back. He did what I did. He you know, he's read everything too, right? Because of Not the, just game. the game. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. yeah, he played the, He did what I did. It was like, man, I'm just in love with this game. I need to know more. And then went and powered all the books. And then he's the one that started. They weren't even going to do The Witcher. Like he just kept saying, campaigning himself as Geralt. I like know. It was just and in the then works, like, when Geralt, Netflix Geralt, bought it to do it, yeah. he, they weren't even looking at him. And he was like, "Yo, over here, but the, I want to be Geralt." The uh, main, the main person on it, though, Laura already hadn't. She already knew he was interested and said, in, "In her, in her mind, she'd never thought of anyone else." Oh, really? So okay, she already so. knew that she was going to do it with. Him. I guess I've either heard that wrong or I missed. No, you're right. It. They did do that. They weren't okay. thinking about it, but she was. Oh, okay. But okay. then she was like, "Well, what are we going to do for Geralt?" And he's like, "Well, there's this guy that's been lobbying since oh, before okay. we even fucking made it." Nice. Yeah. It's one of those keep it under wraps so no one blew up. So he kept like they never responded to him. So like he was asking, 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 asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I want to be Geralt. I want to be Geralt. <laughs> Dude, I remember him. Look in my about body. <laughs> I remember him mentioning this in an interview a couple of years ago for like some movie he had done, like mm-hmm. maybe Mission Impossible, where he was talking about like that he would love to play Geralt. Mm-hmm. I remember him saying that like randomly when they're asking like future things, like, and oh, you know, I'm doing up. this and that. I don't know what's going on with Superman. I'd love to be Geralt, and they were like, what? He's like, oh, from The Witcher. If they ever adapt that? I'd love to be Geralt, and I was like. It's weird. So he must He's have, a like, little too big. He must have already had like caught wind that like Netflix was interested in, or mm-hmm. someone was interested in purchasing the film rights. He's like, I want to go ahead and get in here early. Let me get I want to be Carol. Right <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead and say this. Dude, I love the fact that even though I know that you may not be totally on board yet with it, at least you weren't to begin with, with Cavill. I love that he played the game three and he's beaten it. He's beaten all of them. I'm pretty sure he said now too. He's played them all, but he's beaten three like a bunch of times. He loves the game. And that he loved it so much, he went back and read everything, mm-hmm. and then campaigned himself because he loved the role so much. He didn't want to see anyone else do it and fuck it up. Yeah, like the, I don't see how. That's the, that's the I reason don't see why. how he ruins it. Yeah, that's He's the reason why. I'm like, oh, okay, he'll probably be solid. Yeah, no. it's just solid. what I don't it's know. Just how, the way you even say it, like, <laughs> I'll probably be solid. I mean, what it, is it I'm about scared. it? Is it just because you don't think he He's looks too like Geralt? He's too pretty. Yeah, too pretty. Yep. Well, this is supposed to be Geralt when he's younger, though, right? No, this is. He's still like in his forties. Uh, no, he's probably like 50s, 60s. Okay, because he's he like fucking 70 in the game? Uh, yep. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> ridiculous hell. Yeah. I mean, he's not like brand new young Geralt. Like, we don't see that. They, they, uh, I hope they have the short story where he gets his first contract, his first kills. And when he's like real young? Yep. Well, well, well see, young. since he's a magic witcher, doesn't he age slower? 
Like he, uh, he the mutations does slow yeah, the aging process lower. Because yeah. yeah, okay. Vesemir uh, is older than Kermorin, and that is a couple hundred years old. I know what everything you said. Kermorin uh, is the uh, <laughs> school of the uh, wolf. That's oh, where okay. he trained. Okay. That's where he became Vesemir. Is basically his dad. Is that where Siri trains? Uh, that's where he trained her. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Look at me knowing stuff. That's what. Uh, that's the basically the beginning of the blood of elves is uh, is Triss going to Kermorin. And uh, sees this little girl just running through. That's all. the one you love, right? Because you've never, there's never been a girl Witcher ever. Oh, it is only first? men. It is only boys. Oh, that's weird that they get. Well, because the mutation only works like uh, four out of ten boys. The other oh, six okay. die. Oh, huh. Yeah. So it's not like it doesn't work. You, you yeah. die. Yeah, it's like you oh. either you either get it or you don't. <laughs> uh, and it can cure what you have because there's one uh, in the game. Uh, Cohen, I think is his name, uh, has a fucked up skin because he had leprosy. But he went through the trial and he's healed, but it didn't heal the scar, so he just still has fucked up face and skin. Oh. But he doesn't actually have leprosy anymore. No. Oh, yeah. Well, at least he's and not that's the, the thing too is uh, in the in the books it feels like this. It's supposed to dampen your emotions too, so you can be as unbiased as possible when right. it comes to like someone's like my mom. My mom's in there. Like you have to save her. Like no, I'm doing this for the job. Like there's other blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. Uh, in the books, it feels like it's more. It's conveyed more that he actually has more emotion than what it leads on. Like, mm. it's not like, he's just not like a completely empathetic, empathetic, like fucking, I don't give a shit, or apathetic person. Yeah, he, but he tries to put exactly. that Like, he forward. cares. Like, he has moments like where he holds Siri and is like, you know, I, like, I will defend you to the end of time. Like, like, he has a fucking heart. But in the game, it seems like he's just, like, just because of the, the voice of uh, just the dude stoic is just guy. stoic, doesn't have no emotion at all. Gar- uh, what's his name? Um, Henry Cavill said that he took inspiration from the Geralt voice in the game, mm-hmm. and then from the guy that does the voice performance in the that Witcher short that they made a while ago. No, the oh. the um the audiobooks. Oh, the I guy that reads the audiobooks. Like whenever you like this audiobook, uh, the really good people that read them will do different voices for the characters. Yeah. He said the guy that does the voice of Geralt in that he took that with the one from the game, and like took inspiration from it and mixed in his own thing. Well, I didn't want because he didn't want to sound just like the game yeah. or just like that guy, but he wanted to use their inspiration. Yeah. I was gonna say I wouldn't liked it if he did the the, the game, game one. one. Yep. Yeah, I think he he said something too. That he felt the game one was maybe too raspy or too something for Geralt. He didn't. I don't know. He made some kind of critique of it. That well, that was a big problem when I first played. I didn't like. I didn't like his voice at all. Right. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get used to it. I can't hear it any other way now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is Geralt. But regardless, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see Yennefer, because you've already previously told me I'm probably going to be in love with that that character. I'd be surprised if you're not. Yeah. She's very... You're a Triss she's man. A bo- she's probably a boss-ass bitch. Yennefer, man. She's I'm a boss-ass bitch. It. Well, Triss is barely in the books. So. Oh, she's a game person? I mean, she they loved her more in the games, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Damn, so she's, she's, bar- she's barely in three if you actually play the entirety of three. Uh, it's all it's the Yennefer show, basically. Isn't that... But isn't Triss the one that Geralt like, is with? No, Yennefer is the main one. Oh, Yennefer's the main one. Triss is the one I like. Oh. He gets with Triss. He's okay. hooked up with Triss. Yeah, okay. no, it's not. It, there's something about witchers and uh, sorcerers. They okay. have an un, kind they of have drawn an, to each just other. An unnatural, yeah, exactly. Because he's not like a bad looking dude, but he's far from handsome. He's fucking cut up, oh, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like he's not. He's not a great looking well, person. Yennefer's not either, isn't she? Like no, super no, old, no, but still, she makes herself well, look young. I was about to say she's like a hag, basically. She's yeah. she's deformed, but we don't. We'll never. See, I mean, we might see it in the show, right? Uh, but she makes herself look like she's like one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Yeah. But Triss is actually supposed to be one of the most. Like when you yeah. ta- when she takes her hair down, she's known. It's for not her, like a mirage. No she one really has her hair. You know what I mean? Like they they make a big deal about seeing that chestnut hair. Like, it's just, oh, my God, you know it's Triss Marigold. Like, oh, my God. I'm excited for who they have playing Yennefer. She looks awesome in this trailer. I know. It's just, I only have one image of Yennefer, and it's not that. It's not that, We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Siri looks great. God, yeah, she, she looks she looks awesome. I think she's going to do great. Anyways, let's uh, 
Let's roll along here. I mean, Witcher podcast, dude. We talk, I know you've been talking about it's the next, next hour, week, dude. Next, uh, dude. Next week, can we get Star next, Wars and Witcher? No, not next Friday. The Friday after that. Two, two Fridays. Weeks, we two get weeks. Star two Wars weeks. and Witcher. Yep. God, I'm so hyped, dude. Hype, 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 hype. hype. Be watching Witcher in between my runs in the theater to watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. That fifty times. I was like, man, Star Wars kind of killed Netflix right there, man. <laughs> no. People no. be watching Star Wars in the daytime or the nighttime. Come on, yeah, watching the Witcher. Watch the Witcher. No. That's going to be heavily watched. Oh, and before we move on, I wanted to say this one thing. So there's already been people that have watched the first episode. Of what? Of Witcher. Oh, my God, really? Like early, re- they already got some... Early screenings. Fuck. They said that the sword fighting combat in it makes Game of Thrones look like it was fucking Sesame Street. Whoa. They say... And when I, I mean, read it that, already looked I thought about it, and I was like, man, the sword fighting in Game of Thrones really wasn't that good. Other than Battle of the Bastards, it's not really that intricate. Uh, it's not mind blowing. It's, it's just definitely clang, far clang, from clang, clang. It's definitely it's far nothing from like The Viper vs. Mount was dope. Yeah, it's it was short. Yeah, it was short. But they said The Witchers is like intricate and fucking incredible. Like Good. they likened it to like John Wick of its time. Good. I was like, Ooh, nice. They said this first episode already. Like I know a lot of this too. People saying this are gonna be like disgruntled Game of Thrones fans, but they're saying it's already setting itself up to propel itself past that. Mm. From just the first episode, like it starts off with a much bigger bang than Game of Thrones' first episode did. Well, uh, and you, this show will always be compared to that just because of the time that well, it's, of course. it's and made. And they in. already mentioned before they want it to be their Game yeah, of Thrones, and it could be. Uh, and that's the thing is that at least they have the luxury of having a complete product to work off of. Yep. So yeah. there's no we have to fill in some blanks here. They have all yeah, the information. Those books are written and everything. They have all done. the information they needed yeah. to do. So, the Mandalorian episode five. I'm a little. I'm a little worried. That I feel like the last two episodes have been getting weaker as the show is going along. Episode four was the weakest of the season, but I really enjoyed the story. And episode five, I think, is even weaker than that one. Even though I enjoy the story of it, it's a weak episode. I mean, we're just following a bounty hunter, man. They definitely feel like filler at this point, these past two episodes. Really? Yeah. The only thing they're serving to do, the only thing this last episode served to do, was to let the Mando know and the audience at the same time that he can't leave Baby Yoda anywhere because they're always going to be tracking him until he kills them all. Mm-hmm. We it's, needed 40 minutes to tell us that and then tell us at the tail end? Uh, I mean, it's... See, I don't know. I don't know what you... What people are wanting or what the big story... Because I didn't... While uh, it could be considered weak, I was feeling that what we're watching makes sense because we're just watching a Mandalorian. I mean, we're just watching I a dude that. do a bounty. Like, he did... He's going on a day to... Like, it's just a daily routine. Like, he's just doing his thing. But now he has this, like, minor inconvenience being a baby fucking Yoda. <laughs> being argu- the most important thing in that fucking universe right now. Yeah, but he also is... He's on the run now. The all the bounty hunters are after him. Yeah. So like, he's still. We're still just getting day to day stuff. Well, he's Is there just, not a more grand thing going on now. I mean, the, kneel down at the end. I guess. Who was it? I mean, I don't know. I have no. I had no qualms. I'm with hoping that. it yeah. was uh, what's his head previously. The dude that killed her. No, no, no. Oh. The guy um, that gave the hit to begin with. No, because he killed him, didn't he? I don't oh, know. we didn't see him kill him. I don't think. I don't think he killed. We him. didn't see him kill him. No, it was the bounty hunter that he meets to get all his stuff from. What was his name? Oh, you think it's fucking. Uh, Carl Weathers, but what was his yeah. character's name? Uh, I, don't I, I, was, I was thinking it possibly could be him. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I like Maybe that not. we got to see Gina finally. Uh, little. It was hokey, but it felt Star Warsy, so it was good. Uh, the the most of the beginning where they were going through the like pod racing moments. I was like, God, this is so Star Wars. Yeah. I was like, this this is cheesy, and I love it. <laughs> I was like, that shit was dope. That was funny. Looked pretty all right. Uh, what's her name from Kimmy Schmidt was great. Uh, she's the one that was watching the baby. I don't know if you finished. If you oh, she is it. the landlord. She's the crazy. No, she's not the landlord. She's the crazy one. Oh, the, yeah, the crazy neighbor. Uh, Jacqueline. Yeah, you're right. Jackie Lynn's yeah. uh, best friend that's just fucking absolutely bonkers in that show. Um, she's known for other stuff. I'm obviously like degrading her actual work. Right. She's probably uh, people. Oh, she has much better roles than that. I know. 
But I was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. She's been real cute to Baby Yoda. I thought that was nice. Uh, th- racism against droids. <laughs> that was the <laughs> no droids. Yeah. <laughs> I, those droids are funny, though. I love that we got to see uh, fucking Agent May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Also voiced Mulan. I saw it as soon as I did it. It sucks that she's dead already. I was hoping she'd stick around. I mean, you're fucking with the Mando. Mm. Even though it wasn't Mando that killed her. All that coming into the whole episode, I was like, well, this dude's definitely, once they got to her, I was like, he's definitely going to turn on the Mando. You thought so? Yeah. I thought he was going to try to team up with her, and then he killed her. I was like, well, I guess that was smart. Because he's like, if I let you go, I don't live. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's true. I was like, oh, man, he's going to do the last second, oh, I can't do this, or something like that. Super mm-hmm. cheesy. But it went well. And then Mando murked his ass. Yeah. <laughs> with the quickness. Yeah, dope. I'm still loving the show. Yeah, yeah, I misspoke. I said this episode. I meant the last episode. But this episode, uh, when I said about... um. Showing us that uh, Mando can't leave Yoda anywhere. That was four. I meant to say last episode. Yeah, four was the one because yeah. he like left him and then got shot. But in this, this episode, time. it like it didn't really tell us anything. It didn't really move anything forward because he episode starts with him fighting another plant, uh, another enemy in space, and he gets his ship gets damaged and he has to land, and it's just a detour to get money to get his ship fixed. It was entirely a filler episode. And the only thing it did was the very end of like, oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, I. I, I don't really. I don't yeah. think it's bad. I think yeah. every episode was good so far, but they're getting weaker as they go, unfortunately. And they're only getting eight of them, so it's like there's only eight. How can there be filler? And Taika's directing the last one. Is he? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Or eight? Wait, maybe there's only seven. No, there's it's eight. Supposed it's to chapter eight. We just had Taika's five, listed for eight. We six. have three, and they're releasing one on Wednesday. This will be six. Next will be seven, and then the week after that we which just is watched 18. five. So this week the thirteenth is it's six. And then the next week is the 20th and Star Wars is out. And this show is supposed to lead up into Are Skywalker. Are we getting two then? Oh, no, there's one after. Eight comes after. Are you positive? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, maybe it's one on Wednesday, one on Friday of that same week. Is that what it is? Or is it the next I think, week? I think we just get one after. We just get one after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because there is eight. Because I, I originally read it was going to lead up all the way up to Skywalker. And then we get the last episode and the rest of Skywalker comes out. They're, they moved it up uh, seven to Wednesday. So that's pretty nice. I wonder why. Probably just get you that little bit of Star Wars before everyone sees it at Thursday. Maybe. Or is it something important? I don't think it will well, be because I mean, they didn't know. say that you need to if see any, this before. Yeah, I was about to say. They didn't and they already did that with Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. the shows are important. You have to watch them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm liking the show. I'm, I'm curious to see where it's going to go. And whether or not. not like where's Baby Yoda in this universe? Exactly. Because he's only 50 on this show, and he's still a kid. Mm-hmm. And this show is based, it's like six years after uh, Jedi, Return of the Jedi. I don't know where. How so far the other ones are. This being would still be alive. The other ones are like 30-something years after Jedi. Oh, yeah. So another 20-something years, this Yoda's definitely still alive because Yoda mm-hmm. himself lived well, like 500. I was going to say, would he be like an angsty teen at that point? Like an angsty right, teen Yoda? Yeah. Right, He'd be like 80 <laughs> years old. He could probably barely speak now. Go to my room, I will not. Well, no, he's an infinite 50. So another like 20, 30 years, he's like two, two or three. Jesus, yeah. Well, if that's how their progression goes, what if yeah. they have just that leap? Maybe you know what I mean? Like, Maybe. oh, now I'm in this stage for another 50 years. <laughs> like, you're a baby for 50 years, you're a teenager for 50 years, and you're a young adult, adult for 50, yeah, and then you're <laughs> just an adult. And then you're ancient for 350 of them. <laughs> and then you'll die in uh, Dagobah, and you'll be mad because you failed your Jedi people, and you'll die one last thing with a little bit of hope, but then your uh, predecessor will also do that, but then get shit on for doing that. All right, go <laughs> Oh, your successor will do that. I wonder... Uh... So I'm guessing this Yoda species is just force sensitive. We've only seen three of them, and they've all been force sensitive. Yep. Yoda, the well, it's the... been mentioned in Legends that they are that their planet was a peaceful force sensitive nation. Oh, That's okay. why they stay away because yep. they okay. they're not they're not equipped to fight. Yeah, they're ridiculously force sensitive, but they're a peaceful night, peaceful race. 
but we know nothing about this species. No, I need nothing. I need lore. I don't want more. I need lore. I don't want it. Need lore. <laughs> need more lore. All right, so let's roll up into the comic tier. Wow. We're going to talk about Excalibur 2 and 3. Wow. Wow. Your wow, own, Excalibur 2. Wow. That's more Little Nicky. Do your best Owen Wilson. No, Dad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Have you seen that little video of like putting Owen Wilson's wow in Spider-Man and like other parts of his no it's like in an Owen Wilson movie but it's when he says other stuff they put wow there instead of like when he reacts to things yeah. <laughs> it's like a two minute long thing of like the whole movie condensed together and it seems like wow wow <laughs> <laughs> that sounds rough it was, it was funny it was funny for about 30 seconds I was like yeah, oh god another like, minute and a half of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good no when to stop yep. but anyway so Excalibur uh it's an interesting series because we're dealing with the whole Captain Britain magic universe with Morgan Le Fay, which is pretty cool. And we've got Betsy Braddock as Captain Britain now. No longer Brian. Betsy is Captain Britain. A.K.A. Captain Britain. Captain Britain. So in issue two, we open with Betsy, Gambit, Jubilee, and Kate Pride are on the Marauder boat. And they're on the way to the Braddock Lighthouse. And it's kind of like, uh, I never really thought about it, but Josh had mentioned before the podcast, it's kind of like, oh, Kate Pride's here? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd this come from? Like, well, I'm super confused. I'm like, shit, did I miss something in issue one? And Is no, it, they don't, he's connecting with Marauders? Like, I don't remember <laughs> them saying anything in Marauders about her going to hate Betsy, her going to help Betsy. Yeah. So. I mean, well, I know they, that's the thing is that they have connection to Krakoa at any moment, so they can be anywhere. Yeah. They have any port, any plant. With them from that, they port can port onto her. Ship. Yeah, exactly. They can just go there. So I mean, it's not crazy to think that, that she'd be there so fast. Uh, completely eliminates Lockjaw. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck. But he's yeah, kinda, it, he's kind of useless now. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it just threw me off. So yeah, we got them on there, uh, and throughout this, uh, Gambit's still you know upset that Rogue is in a fucking coma. As you know, why would you not be? And Rogue is on the boat with them. And we get a nice little subtle nod to Kitty Pride's bisexuality here when she mm-hmm. asks Gambit if anyone has tried kissing her to like wake the sleeping beauty. And Gambit like snaps at her and she's like, I'm just asking. You know, <laughs> of all the characters suggestion. in this scene, yeah. it's telling that Kate Pride is the one that asked that question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, bisexual Kate. We also have Rachel in this series. Well, in this universe, I'm hoping that comes back. Anyways. So Anyways. while they're on the boat, they're talking about what they're going to do. They're trying to get to the, uh, the Braddock Lighthouse to figure out how to get back into uh, essentially how to get back to Avalon mm-hmm. and while they're on the way they get attacked by these sea creatures and they're kind of getting overwhelmed Fucking so sirens man they felt they felt his sirens. broken heart yeah yeah they feel gambits in pain so while they're getting attacked Betsy jumps off the boat and like swims to land to lead them away and then because you know why not make her as powerful as you want to at any point in time she jumps over then she just brings rogue over with her it's like oh yeah we need this <laughs> make it this over here now I mean, she's telekinetic dude she's got them powers i mean you know, betsy's a g bro and now betsy she's catching britain i mean what's good with you I mean, yeah. we can only assume it kind of enhanced her powers i don't it's know the powers of the queen now the powers of the queen <laughs> what you know about queen liz i love love the way betsy braddock looks in the captain britain oh man get up. yeah I'm, i don't like the helmet but I think looks, the helmet's cool, but I think it's the better one she doesn't wear. Because oh, I love seeing the flowing purple oh, of hair. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, looks so great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of which, this is a jump ahead quickly, but I'll, I'll forget because I didn't put it in my notes. But I, I actually thought it was funny. Like, I kind of laughed whenever Shogo's biting on her hair and it wakes her up. Yeah. And Jubilee's like, sorry, he's just really into purple R- right purple now. Red. He's really into purple. <laughs> I was actually I was thinking that right yeah, now. Like, made me laugh. Funny. And I love the the um like the like hue of purple they're using for her hair. Yep. It's, it's di- nice. It's different than like what other styles are It's a light uses. purple. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. So. It's almost like a wa- like a faded purple, but it's yeah, yeah. It's like it got dyed yep. a long time ago and it's kind of fading out. Yeah, I like that. So when they she goes to this land and then 
they all come and follow her over there, minus Kate, because she stays on the boat. They defeat these sirens. And the land they're on now is where the lighthouse is, which is also a part of like Krakoan land. Or like maybe was no or maybe Arako land. Yeah. yeah. And when they get there, there are these druids there that only Betsy sees. Yeah. And everyone's like, You guys see these? No. <laughs> like, no, no, we, we do not. <laughs> see what? Are you going are you going crazy? Yeah, right. <laughs> So she has a conversation with the druids, and they essentially say, um, "Did they say they were a coven as well?" They said they were a coven that like helped Captain Britain or something, yeah. or something like that. But they need to like confer because she's a different Captain Britain, and so they go off. And then they go uh, the three-person team: Betsy Gambit and Pri- um, Pride, Jubilee, go bunk up for the night to go sleep or whatnot. And while they're sleeping, Jubilee has a dream that Apocalypse just shows up there with her baby Shogo. Just, yeah, it's very and, foreboding yeah. and uncomfortable. It's like you didn't think I could see this little human mm-hmm. in my land. He's like so small. It's so like, oh small. god! Like oh my god! <laughs> Give him my baby. And then she wakes up and it's a nightmare. She's like oh shit! And she's like I gotta bring Shogo here because you know that's a smart idea. Yeah. So she goes to Krakoa and brings her son. And then the thing that we had just mentioned, mm-hmm. fucking Bethy gets woken up because Shogo's trying to eat her hair. Well, thank God she didn't wake up and just have, like, some PTSD <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's actually mind-melted. Uh, what? Well, Shogo's dead. That was fucking brutal. Well, I was about to say, I don't know if that was just a uh, reference in the issue two or not, because she, she couldn't control minds. Is that only for those type of people, or is that just in general? In Avalon? Is that only in that world? It was, or is said, that... said their minds felt like water, and she couldn't control okay. them. So it's just so the, the magic minds in Avalon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So while they're, uh, Betsy, um... Tells Jubilee, you know, if, if you're the mom, if you feel like it's safe to have him around here, I trust your judgment. So she makes a bad decision as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, uh, Betsy ends up talking to Apocalypse through like a psychic link mm-hmm. while they're battling. Uh, the other druids come back and they tell her they accept her and they need her help, basically. Yep. And then these other druid figures come flying into the air, which are followers of Morgan Le Fay. And they land down and start attacking. So Betsy like opens a psychic link with Apocalypse. And she asks him like if he knows what these fucking people and everything. He's and he's like, like, Do you need my help? And he's like, no, <laughs> say, no, stay there. Like repeatedly has to tell him, no, no stay, stay there. Ahead. I don't want you. Are you sure? I can end this quickly. He's like, Do you not know that I am fucking Apocalypse? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you not I'm on your side. Use me. <laughs> like, if I was, I'd be like, yo, Apoc, we need some help it's over like, hey, here. He uses you. Let's use him. I'd be using him for everything, bro. Like, you just need milk. Yeah, but you're so cool. <laughs> It's funny when they all run out of the store when you run in. Yeah, exactly. We do this. <laughs> so then uh, Apocalypse like straight up fucking tells like, like, yeah, that covenant used to be servants of mine, but they thought because they were magic that they were superior. So I'm just kind of letting them toil now. I don't fucking need them. Yeah. Like, Man, Apocalypse kind of a dick. All right. <laughs> I mean, he gives them a little bit of power. They use that power to think they're better. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, fuck you. Then like, I am homo better. superior. He's like, they thought they were the superior. He's yeah. like, mm, going to remind them who really is. Yeah. I don't know how hard. Yeah. Just get out of here he's with such that. He's a beast. And in that conversation, he straight up reveals to Betsy, too, that he is the reason there's a gate in Avalon, in Avalon. And the reason that Morgan is pissed off is because he put that gate there to essentially, like, exert the mutant power and let them know who is destroying, who has the strength. It's like, apocalypse gonna apocalypse. Yeah. Like, you couldn't just let shit be, man. Yeah. That was just the world it's doing its own realm. thing. And he's yeah. like, we're mutants. It's like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> poking a fucking bear for no reason. Seriously. And Morgan, of all people. It's not I like know. he's poking nothing. I know. Morgan, Morgan the Bay is an unreal sorceress. Yeah. Dude. Unbelievable, bro. Like, they're going to bring in some Dr. Strange on this and shit. She's now queen. She's re- queen and regent she's now. She's taken over yeah. that area. Mm-hmm. Camelot is hers. 
yeah. is the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And some. Fucking Morgan. Dope as fuck. And then through, after this conversation, Apocalypse just fucking shows up anyway. He's like, you need my help. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like, Thanos snap, everyone is dead. He just boom, causes like this tornado that kills everything. He's like, see, you need help. I'm here. He's like, now what, what must we do? Yeah. And then he opens like a portal for Betsy, Gambit, and Jubilee to go through it to go to Avalon. But they have to leave Rogue behind with him, which Gamma doesn't like. And they have to leave. Uh, he says that they can leave Shogo with him, which Jubilee is like, absolutely not. That's yeah. not fucking happening. I don't trust you at all. And he's like, I'll protect the little baby. Or like, you're, you're a little human. She's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So like they go through the portal and then Shogo's just gone. And they're like, and what it's the like, hell? Oh, fuck. It's like, no, I brought her it? in. Yeah, Britain yeah. was like, I brought her in. I brought Shogo I in. I brought him in. And then they turn around. There's a fucking dragon behind them. And the issue ends. And the dra- like, oh, and the dragon says, Shogo? Yeah. Like, well, long, <laughs> Question like, mark? Like, what? <laughs> and then the issue ends. It's like, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. like, Shogo became a dragon. Yeah, like it was okay. It was good-ish. You know, one was better, but two was, you know, it's good. The apocalypse, it was moving the story The forward. apocalypse parts were awesome. Yes. He absolutely. continues to be amazing. Absolutely. I love the way Tinny Howard writes him. Mm-hmm. She is doing a fucking mm-hmm. bang-up job with Apocalypse. And then in three has a really interesting opening and a really interesting closing, but then but everything in between, all the stuff like, dealing what? with like Morgan and Avalon and stuff was like, man, why is this not up to par with the bookends? And like uh, the the fight sequence was cool, especially when she finally runs up with her brother, finally yeah. get that reveal that he's, I guess, getting just he's, uh, in chains until he's needed. Yeah, and he was like in chains, asking for like it didn't like, seem like he was fully. Mind he's like, give me the pretender. But then, no, he kept saying, Well, yeah, you're right. He's a pretender. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Give me the pretender. I want he's, the pretender. He's like fully lost, it seems. Mm-hmm. Like, Morgan's hold is definite over him right now. But there's some sort of connection because she's mentioned they got a little uh, altercation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Remember the names, like, you know, saying uh, Jamie, or well, he said her name and then her brother's name and then the sister's name and then said Jamie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jit, Jit. And then, yeah, that's all he got out, of course. Yeah, that's all that happened. It's like, You don't give a shit about Jamie, dude. That's the one you guys hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie's a little piece of shit. Yeah. But in the beginning, we get to see fucking Richter. Yep, that was a, that was a nice little no start. One can I thought guess it was Gambit for a second. But no one guessed what him. his power is. <laughs> hmm, Richter. Richter. Marvel. Hmm, Earthquakes? <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that he can't control it. Yeah. So he's got some like fucked up rogue shit going on now where every time he touches soil, earthquakes happen. Yeah. He so he's like trapped in his own house. And he can't get to the crow. And he's like, there's a portal right outside his window. And he sees all these like mutants running into it. And he's like, I'd love to go. And I made that connection because there was the uh, white page where it was text anonymous. Like people were messaging like, oh, mm-hmm. I went to Kako. It's so dope. And it was someone asking, can I go in there? Will it hurt my powers yeah, or Richter. fix my powers? It's Richter. Yeah. You know? and he's like, well, do you have anybody? He's like, no, I don't. And he's like, well, you can, you know, he's like, never mind. Thank you. Yeah. And just ends. Like just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck. So then like it moves from Richter to Avalon. And Morgan is talking to that. Magi that's working for her that lives on on Earth. I can't remember what her name was. Oh Jesus, it was a basic name. Yeah, it was. But she's talking to her through. She's the leader of the Coven of Akaba. Yeah, and she's talking to her through a fucking mirror. Yeah, <laughs> like a little mirror, mirror on the wall. A little mirror, mirror, mirror. Well, my hoe is that? And she's told Morgan is told of Apocalypse, and she clearly has no idea who Apocalypse is because she's I like, love. why is this person? Why is his head not here? Yeah, where is this head? It's who like, is this Apocalypse? Well. Don't know if that's possible for us. <laughs> you kind of showed up and murdered everybody. Yeah, so, but we're working on that. We'll have that to you on Saturday. Yeah. And Morgan is also upset that like Earthrealm, which she calls Alabon or Alabon, something like that, uh, isn't like up in arms and furious that there's a new Captain Britain. She assumed that when Betsy became Captain Britain, it was going to be a bad thing. People are going to hate it. But fucking. The Magi is like, well, I mean, the nation of Krakow is kind of all that's dominating the news cycle, so no one really knows or really cares that there's a new Captain exactly. Britain. <laughs> she's like, sorry, I know you were hoping to be a bigger deal. And she's like, but this is, this is preposterous. <laughs> People should be pissed off. 
People should be mad. <laughs> but that was funny. Morgan just does not understand the other realm. Nope. At all. But no point ever made more clear than she's like, Apocalypse, give me his head. It's like, you don't fucking know Apocalypse. You don't know <laughs> shit that's going on here, Morgan, but I love it. And then we see that the human that humans are stronger in Avalon for some reason. Mm-hmm. And through like fairies and magic, it makes them like gives them kind of this magical ability and it allows Shogo to just be whatever he wants. Which but that's in his more mind as a say younger because he was innocent and he has more innocent, of a, yeah. a fantasy. You know, he has an, was, an imagination yeah. is fantastic. So he could actually be anything it wants. Yeah. And he but wants to be a dragon. A dragon right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I mean I feel you. I'd be a dragon too. I feel you, bro. Shit, that's do. I like the green fire too. It looks good. Yeah, it looks dope. Fight sequence is really good, but it was just so, I don't know, it was weird. They kept making this focus on, like, you got to protect my baby. And it's like Captain Britain the whole time is like, well, it's a fucking dragon. It's going to protect us. It has Calm scales down. and fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like nothing's going to happen. Like, clearly something's going to happen now. Yeah, for sure. You, can't, you don't say it that often That's and it's something happening. Yeah. yeah. And they say it way too much. It's happening. But I don't know. It's just, I'm not crazy about where the story's going right now. I really need it to pick up. I, I do too. Him. Like they rode the dragon. They were lucky that Apocalypse is just so dope. He's amazing. They rode the dragon there, and they got in that big confrontation. Yep. And then Brian fucking showed up, and he's clearly lost. Yeah, and I love it. his design is so cool. It was badass. Fuck me, that was awesome. Yeah, dude, he looks fucking dope as yes. fuck. But he's obviously too far gone. So they're getting overwhelmed. And Shogo, the dragon, dragon Shogo, as I put my notes, dragon Shogo, he blasts green fire everywhere and like and hits the walls, not hits the, the wall and separates them, and they're yep. able to like the team is able to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't kill anybody, but he separates them so they can leave. Mm-hmm. So while they're leaving... And they're speaking through a... Morgan through a and tele- Betsy have like a tele- telepathic yep. link, and yeah, they're talking and to each other. that shit was hard as fuck, She dude. was dope as fuck. Like, Morgan basically tells her, oh, he's gone. You never can get him back. You're Captain Britain now. Embrace it. Take up the mantle. I was like, I know what it's like to be thrust into a kingdom. Long may we reign. I was like, yeah. I was like, holy fuck. And then that dude. long may we reign line was like, Morgan! Dude, I was hype. She's dope as balls. I was like, man, Apocalypse, Morgan Le Fay. I'm still like very interested I in the story. I want that confrontation. Yes. Mm. Fuck, man, I want that It's so inevitable, much. right? No, it has to happen. God, it has to. It has to happen. It has to. But who's, who's ground, though? That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's going to be the most important if key. If Morgan comes here, happen. I don't think she beats Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse her, goes there, I want to see how lose. her magic translates, because she's still probably going to have magic. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's just going to be She can come gone. here and still have magic, because yeah. that, that's how she imbues the other magi here. But she loses strength of magic when the farthest she gets away from Camelot, I believe, mm-hmm. in the X-Men okay. universe. Okay. So in Avalon, she is, like, all-powerful. Yeah. No, gosh. Okay. She sits on the fucking She's throne. She's the sorcerer. Just, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in that position that she isn't afraid of. That's why no, the confidence and the cockiness is yeah. so high. So like, it's, you know, it's basically Apocalypse, too, but he's a little more somber now. Yeah. He's like, I have finally had... The, the run of Apocalypse that we have now is, like, the most peace he's ever been at because it's literally what he's, he's like, like, wanted. Oh, finally. Yeah. We are the better race. Yes, like, finally. Oh, Jesus. I'm good now. I don't have to kill. I don't have to do things. I don't I have to bend him, people to my will. Now he's just trying to control. Oh, and did I mention that I have uh, grandchildren born from my four horsemen? No big deal. Bro, that was dope I as know. balls. I like, haven't read X Men three yet. He's though. like from who? It's like from death. Like his daughter death. Yeah. I was like, oh my like, god, it's his grandchild. Boom! Fuck, I will protect you, my child. <laughs> I will protect you, my child, and all my children. And all my children. Because he considers all mutants children now. All children, god, dude. He's like this almost deedle figure. He sees himself mm. as this like deedle figure. Good old first mutant. Yeah, love it. Mm. So. Then we get a really interesting info splash white page that is like this intelligence document for MI13 and other intelligence agencies and partners. And it says that we need to have surveillance on these other world assets. And it lists all four of the Braddocks as well as fucking Nightcrawler. Thank you. Let's get him in this uh series. It also lists Kate Pride, which we've already seen. Morgan Fay. It lists Rachel Summers, which we haven't seen in this series. series. And it lists Courtney Ross, who's like... um, the girlfriend of Brian, or has been the girlfriend of Brian in the 90s um, 
Excalibur run. Which when I think is going to be super lame if that's what snaps him out of it. His thing is girl. Yeah. That's going to be super True lame. Love. I know. It's going to be so lame. But they're setting the stones. They're going the mentioning opposite. the names and it's kind of still connecting. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so lame. Oh, yeah. And when the apocalypse with the stones, he was like, puny stones. Dude, I know. He's like, <laughs> I need a more powerful stone. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, man. An infinity? I'm just saying, is if, if they bring that to, do they do that? Does Apocalypse ever done that? I don't think he's ever gotten them, but they exist in the Marvel universe. They exist in X-Men. I know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's in that universe, yeah. <sighs> I don't know what he meant by that. But, now, but in this in this canon, though, isn't it, uh, aren't they sentient? The stones are sentient. They are now, yeah. yeah. Ever since uh, Adam Warlock made them, yeah. so they okay. should be. That's they okay. should be. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. They're Bruh. sentient. Well, they were residing in people, and then that whole big thing happened, they and he made them sentient, and they flew off into their own thing. But they, so now they will only go with you if they choose to go with I you. I think so. So, and Apocalypse is in the position that he is. What if they all choose him? Dude, that would be, I would Fuck love to see me. another Could Infinity story with Apocalypse with, with the Stones. With Apocalypse with the Stones. We can redo it. We just made this if anyone that writes comic books is right. Like a part of Marvel. <laughs> Let's go. Get this. Marvel. Get Donny Cates on the job, dude. Yes, <laughs> we saw what he did. Do it Ooh, again. I, I mean, I don't even let Donny Cates and Tim, and and Tenny Howard team up and do it because the way she writes Apocalypse, Apocalypse is beautiful. is fantastic. Let's fucking do it, dude. With a dash of Hickman, dash of Kelly Thompson, and a, oh, just need, a, yeah, a little you bit need of some that. comedy for the for the, for the up, comedy. Exactly, I think get she's one Kelly. of the best comedy writers in main she's money, in main dude. comics she's right money now. Right now. It's fucking amazing. But yeah, so it mentions all those people, which is really interesting. I loved seeing Nightcrawler and Rachel on there because we haven't seen them in an Excalibur mm-hmm. book yet. So I'm like, yes, Nightcrawler, let's fucking go. I know you have to be excited about that. It's of course. Fucking favorite X-Men. Of course, I love Favorite it. mutant. And then after that, APOC. Till they finally bring Azazel to the forefront. No, God, fuck all that. We can't. <laughs> no one can handle it. Let's get some brokenness. That dude gets the stones, get everyone dies. Let's go to the brokenness. <laughs> So then after that fucking apocalypse, just goes and retrieves Richter. Like, it is no problem. He straight up tells him, you're coming with me. I'm taking you home to Krakoa. And Richter's like, I can't go. Like, I destroy everything. And apocalypse hits him with the fucking hard ass. There is nothing you destroy that I cannot rebuild. I was like, oh, my God. I know, dude. He's like, come with me, my boy. Woo! Oh, my God. He's G. It's like, so, there is nothing you can break that I cannot fix. Yeah, that's what it was. My God, he's so amazing. Dude, fuck me. So they walk through a fucking Krakoan portal onto, like, a Krokoan area-ish, mm-hmm. I guess, but they're in England. England, yep. And then out of nowhere, fucking Pete Wisdom is there, who is an MI-13 agent, and he tells um, Richter, the Queen needs Captain Britain's... Uh, England needs its captain England back. needs its captain back, and we need her help or something. Mm-hmm. He says her, so he knows that it's Betsy. He's it's not confused it, yep. and thinking it's Brian. Yep. And I had to look up who Pete Wisdom was. He is also from the Excalibur universe, and he's like been an ally of Brian, Captain Britain, before, and Pete Wisdom is also a mutant. Okay. And he also talks like this. I'm Pete Wisdom. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we need the captain's help. <laughs> but he's English, so we need the captain's help. <laughs> Tea? <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> is that how you imagined him when you I, read his shit? <laughs> like, hey, we need her help. We need her help. Apocalypse in the background doesn't mean mugging. Like, uh, it makes sense for the guy. face. It makes sense for the face. <laughs> yeah. Apocalypse looked concerned. He's like, what the fuck? Apocalypse is more like... <laughs> Fucking no one gives a shit what England and the Queen need, bro. I know, that's You're a mutant. What the, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're a part of our land now. Wait, what? The Queen is nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Liz busts through the portal. I'm a mutant, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did we just rule the world? Oh, Yo. shit. So, yeah, uh, the inting is really interesting. Um, loving that Apocalypse went and got fucking Richter. Awesome. Fucking throw Richter over the uh, avalanche. <laughs> all right, Morgan, I'm come on out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you gonna do? To that? I don't know, man. I- I'm a thi- I'm thinking. But he has no full control. So. He's gonna get with Betsy. Betsy's gonna help him get control. You think so? Do like telepath- telepathy. Oh man, then man, that'd be dope too if that we have that, and then Rogue 
comes back and we have two people that aren't in full control because remember I said they mentioned the dampening thing so I don't think she's oh, in control shit. anymore. She might be able to give him the dampening thing and he can be in control. What? She, I think she only has her one. So when Rogue wakes up from this coma, what if she is now almost like cured in full control. where she can be in control without the dampening anymore? Mm-hmm. And then that's what would help And Richter. Richter can have the dampening collar or the dampening I mean, well, All they have to do is now. talk to Beast. That motherfucker can make that yeah. shit. I mean, he made the first one for Rogue. Like he made the amp. Yeah. So, yes, he could make one. One was the collar, and he's like, here, this one's a little better. <laughs> yeah, and he made her the bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. And, she, and they, it exists because she mentioned it in passing to Gamut already that she doesn't wear it on Krakoa because it causes her headaches and pain. She doesn't like wearing it. But she was already to the point where she was controlling her power. At the end of Mr. and Mrs. X, she was controlling it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think they took that away. Well, they may be taking it away now. Because now she, she, she wasn't wearing the shit after that. After she had that whole fucking inner dialogue with the. Um, Homegirl that says all you gotta do is believe or some shit. Yeah, with and that's um, when she was able to fully control it. That's the thing at the end of Mister Mrs. X, she was able to control it. Period. That's the same, and it was only in, going haywire when she was afraid. Yeah, and this one. But in this one, said she's not wearing the dampening. Yeah, yeah, so I don't I, even I think fucking, that fucking I don't like happened. that at all. Yeah. yeah, I was like, did that even happen? It's clear that that Sterling had to have happened because she has the fucking dampening bracelet. I know, right? And Zandra exists. And Zandra she doesn't exists exist without Mister Mrs. X. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't. Maybe that was an uh, oversight. I don't know. I want that. Also, pretty cool. I didn't realize that Kelly Thompson was already. She wrote. Mr. Mrs. X and already had a little dab of Deadpool. Yeah. Didn't ever come back. That's why I was excited name. about yeah. getting her writing Deadpool because she was, she was fucking hilarious. Yeah, Mr. I was Mrs. like, Deadpool was money in that. Yeah, that's great. I'm loving her Let's first run away Deadpool to get one. Raises dinosaur egg. <laughs> I love her. I liked her first Deadpool one a lot. It was, it was really, yeah. it was fun. Issue one was fun. Yeah, I liked it. It was very different for a Deadpool book, but I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I could see that. It was a lot more like. It still felt very Deadpool. It wasn't yeah. near as dark as Deadpool usually is. Yeah. And I mean like dark and, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Uh, it just felt more lighthearted and fun for a Deadpool book, but it still was like fucked up. It was still fucked Deadpool. up. Yeah, as I say, blew up something with forty fucking grenades and <laughs> yeah. got his arm ripped off. And he was like, "God, I love the back and forth with him and uh, Bloodstone. Love that Elsa Bloodstone's in this, dude." He's like, "Oh man, you're pushing your lady bits on me." Uh, <laughs> it's like it's he's, not what that. It's not about. Like, it's not like yeah, because he made a joke sure? about it, like eat me I, or eat me. She's only made of silicone, uh, and mm-hmm. then of course she lands on him and is like, "By the way, I don't make." I'm not, none of me is silicone. And he's like, see, it's stuff like that that makes you think you like me. <laughs> I'd love to see that relationship. Yeah, dude. I love Elsa. And he uh, introduced, like, we need her on that, uh, need her on the council. He's like, Elsa Bloodstone is like the number one killer of all monsters. Okay, yeah. put that on the back burner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that she gets to keep coming back in that. Yeah. So I like Elsa. I'm Did you see the uh, variant cover of them on the beach? And like, that's the one I have. Jeff the Land Shark. Oh, you bought that that's one where the you're one pulling I have. Elsa's yeah. pants down? Yeah. And Deadpool's just staring? Mm-hmm. That's the one I got. There were multiple covers. I was like, man, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, that's Did cool. you not get the original? I almost got the. What's the original one? Him on a Throne? Yeah. No. Oh, man. I always buy original. Really? Mm-hmm. I usually go If for I like the variant, I'll buy it with it. No, I usually do the variants. Really? I usually like mm-hmm. variants more than originals. Mm-hmm. Yep. I liked that variant a lot. That was really cool. Yeah, it's dope. I like that one. I almost got the throne one because I was like, that's awesome. I was like, why is he sitting on a throne? Well, yeah, and man. now I have the reveal. Makes sense. Yeah, when you read it. Yeah, you read it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm excited for the run. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I mean, I'm excited for fucking anything Kelly Thompson does. Captain Marvel 13 comes out this week. Fuck, I'm so ready for that shit. Yeet. Dark Captain Marvel storyline's already started. She already fucking killed Thor and cut his head off. What the fuck is going to happen now? What? Yeah, in Captain Marvel 12, she fucking kills Thor and decapitates him. What? Mm-hmm. Does Steven know this? Yeah. And what was Steven's reaction? Uh, I think he killed a couple people. Wow. Burned down some uh, women's uh, centers. Wow. Uh, he hates women again. She actually decapitated Thor. So the issue is different in how it worked out. The, so the entire issue is a fight between her and Thor. Okay. For 20 pages. Holy shit. It's Awesome. It's one of the best, uh, like, issue-long fights I've seen. It's fucking cosmic as fuck. They're all over the world, 
world all up in space. Like, it's badass. Mm. He fucking knocked Mjolnir out of his hand at one point. And he's like, why would you do that when I can just... And then you see, like, off in the distance, like, this flash and a disappearing. And he's like, what have you done? And she's like, I've leveled the playing field. Wow. She, like, opened a portal to somewhere and teleported Mjolnir away. to like another realm or something. How? We don't know. She did something we don't know. So then Thor now doesn't have Mjolnir. And then the comics... Thor is stronger with Mjolnir, right? Yeah. MCU is kind of trying to move away from that. Yeah. But he is. So they fight or whatever. And throughout this this fight, like, she reveals that she has to, like, do this. and But she won't say why. And then she fucking defeats Thor and knocks him down. And then you flip the page. And it's her somewhere else now. And there's this new fucking badass looking villain that we've never seen before. I can't remember his name. And she holds up Thor's head. And she's like, is this enough? And he's like... With only like five hours left until your deadline, and you still have five Avengers to go. And she's like, I know. Why and is it she ends. evil? It's like, what the fuck? I don't know, but this new villain is like somehow, for some reason, making Captain Marvel go kill these six certain Avengers. And she's doing that, and then he's more powerful than them. What the yeah. fuck is going on so in Captain I, I Marvel? I think some trickery happened with Thor. Had to have, because Donny Case is writing Thor 1 in January, so he can't be fucking dead. Yeah, he can't be and dead. And Captain Marvel happens in 616 main canon continuity. Okay. Right? Yeah. So he can't be dead. Some trickery is going on here. Okay. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. But something is happening. Uh, but yeah. Does King, King uh, Thor drop this week or next week? I don't think it comes out this week. Okay. I think it'll be next week, and then we get Thor 1 in January from old Cates. Mm. Hype about that shit. Hype, 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 hype. Jason Aaron, from, from Jason Aaron to Donny Cates. I like, All right, know. Let's not take a fucking break. Let's not. <laughs> Woo. But anyways, I think that's going to be about it for us today. We're going to wrap it up there. Make sure you like the podcast. Make sure you comment on it. Or not comment. Make sure you like and rate the podcast. Share it with all your friends. Give us those ratings so we can move up in the uh, the charts so more people can see our show mm-hmm. or can actually see it and then listen to it, you know, because no, the more listeners, the better. Uh, and if you had the chance to listen to us live, that's awesome. I really appreciate all that. Uh, if you didn't, go ahead and click the link below. Uh, <laughs> Click, <laughs> click the other links to the left of my face. Uh, don't click the ones to the right of Nick's face. Uh, seriously, appreciate everything that you have. If you're listening to this previously recorded, I'm sorry you missed a great live show. We were out here killing it. Until next time. Until next time.